0: Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and the TikTok. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator, and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics.
1: I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is CBD.
0: Hi friends, welcome back. Happy four twenty in the spirit of the holiday season. We are doing a um, C B D episode. So we're here with um Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are just kidding. <laughs> Special I P.S. wish we, we I'm definitely the Martha Stewart in this situation. And you are the Snoop oh, Dog, yes. which means I'm the I... convicted felon in
1: just kidding. I was going to say, I just feel like I have so much of both of them running through me. <laughs> yeah, no, I
0: would definitely think you're more of the Martha Stewart than me. I definitely don't think I'm a Martha Stewart type at all, actually. You know what? Okay, speaking of Martha Stewart and being a homemaker, um, so, like, I had a, uh, a review at work, and then we – for some reason, Aaron and I were talking about, like – you know he's like oh he said I did the dishes because I'm a good husband and I was like are you a good husband and he was like well (laughs) we're two years into our marriage like what do you think and I was like oh I'll do a review we'll evaluate each other
1: You would. So, that is. So, exactly. I feel like that's your love language. Yeah. There, you're like, I would love to review you. Yeah. So we
0: reviewed each other. So we did like. So um, we did com. So his comedy, I told him, needs improvement. But that's a joke because he's <laughs> the funniest person I know. And then I said Uh-oh. his his cooking skills exceeds expectations because he became a really good cook during the like pandemic. He all of a sudden became Ooh. Chef Aaron. Um, and that. then we did, um, oh, for money, I did exceed expectations because he's had um, some good promotions that we were not expecting. So no one can oh, say yeah. I married him for his money um, because <laughs> that all happened after. So it was just, it was mm-hmm. real. Oh, for dog dad, he exceeds expectations as a dog dad. He's a really good dog dad. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we gave each other reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Loves that. Sounds like he passed. Yeah, he passed. He actually, I think. Sounds he, like he gets another year with the Kelsey. He,
0: he'll have another year. I, and he's a really good, um, he, I always, we always say like he's a stepfather to my cat. And like I'm a stepmom to his dog. Because like I, mm-hmm. he had the dog and I had the cat before we got together. So like I'm uh-huh. stepmom, you know. And so, he's, uh-huh. you know, I'm a really good dog stepmom. I got exceeds expectations for my, my stepmom Aww. skills. So.
1: Yes. Humble, humble brag. Love that. I bet you're a great stuffed dog mom.
0: I, you know, I do the best. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Um, so real quick, I, I need to tell you something funny about class today. So um, I, one of their assignments this week is doing um, a cover letter. And I was like, so at the bottom, you put like your name and then like some form of contact. And I was like, so mostly that's email address. And I was like, so you write like little baby girl, XOXO. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the students were like, oh, like like your screen name, right? Or something like that. And and then one girl was like, oh, like AIM. And I was <gasps> like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah. I
1: love that she knew. I know. I was like,
0: yeah, I'm going to write my away message, like BRB. And they're like, oh yeah, because you would leave. And I was like, okay, I don't want to get into this conversation.
1: <laughs> oh, but, but remember
0: the day. So I remember your screen name. <laughs> Which one? The <laughs> little, so little crazy dancer. Yeah. 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 Crazy dancer. And then um, mine was Can't Touch This. Can't Touch yes. This. Yes. Yeah.
1: After MC Hammer. Do you remember anybody else's screen names?
0: No, I really
1: don't. I remember I only remember one person's and there was it was really stupid. Well,
0: I remember I'm not going to say the person's name, but I remember a person that we were friends with um, had like a million screen names and like Mm. a new like those people that had like a new screen name every week. I
1: was going to say there were a few of them. But yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I got you. There were just that was just like a personality trait Mm -hmm. in some people like a million screen names and
0: then the longest aim profile like. Just so many quotes and, you know. Just- well,
1: also, like, that was a low-key form of bullying, having a lot of screen names. Because if you didn't have someone's most recent mm. screen name, that was hurtful. A kind of like, then we graduated into MySpace, which if you weren't on the top eight, right. that was hurtful.
0: Right. Man. So I remember being at a friend's house and, like, we were on her AIM and then we logged out and got onto mine and and i think it was you you were on and they were like oh she must have just logged on because i have her on my buddy list and she wasn't on and i was like oh you are blocked and you didn't know <laughs>
1: That doesn't sound anything like
0: me. No, I think it was you. I think
1: it was Just you. Just blocking people left and right. Out my life, bitches. I, out of my energy Okay, field. well, I'm going to tell you
0: who it was afterwards, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was Wait, me. Wait,
1: can you ghostwrite it on the document so oh. I can, like, <laughs> I want to see, I want to okay, see. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, God. Oh God! It's funny. oh yep, yeah yeah yeah. That makes sense. Oopsies. <laughs> Sorry, everyone who doesn't yep. know the
0: inside joke right now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I discovered a new podcast, and it I st- I discovered it because of TikTok. So, been on been on the talk all weekend. So me
1: too. I've been on a lot of rabbit holes. I've lately. been on a lot of
0: lot of the talk. So I had I was sick last week. Um, I had I thought it was allergies, but then I finally like succumbed and had no voice, and so I spent a lot of time on the couch and a lot of time on my phone. And I saw all of a sudden, Christy Carlson Romano which Uh from Even Stevens, you know, Ren Stevens popped Mm -hmm. up and it was her podcast. And she had on, oh, God, I'm going to get her name wrong. Allison, the girl from the Missy Elliott video.
1: Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah.
0: okay. She had her on there and they were Mm -hmm. talking about the trauma that they went through being child actresses. And Disney oh. trauma. And and it was like just a little snippet that I was like, oh, I need all of this.
1: I need this all of been this. This has a reoccurring theme for you and I lately. Like yeah. we have been spilling tea yes. on Hollywood drama secrets with yes. for like females at that time. Well, but keep going, sorry. Well,
0: <laughs> yes. And so I was like, I need all of this right now. So the it's called Vulnerable with Christy Carlson Romano. And it's her and her husband. Um Aww. and he is not um in the industry had nothing to do with the industry anything so he is an outsider. And then she is very well adjusted. She is um a mom and it seems like I think she went to college and um she got out of the business um after Disney. Kind of like the last time you saw her on Disney, that's the last thing she did. Yeah. And the last time I remember seeing her on Disney was when they all sang You know, where they would have have all the Disney stars together singing a song. Mm
1: -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So that was generally her last last time in uh, Disney. And And I can
1: only imagine how traumatic her experience was on set, like working with Shia LaBeouf and his crazy-ass dad.
0: Right. Well, so (laughs) it's super interesting. So she has a lot of former child um, stars. So one of them is the kid from Stuart Little.
1: OK. Um,
0: and you remember that kid, the nerdy kid with the glasses? He, he was yeah. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. So he's he's a, he's no longer a child. He's an adult. Um, <laughs> and then one of them is Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting. So um, Christy Carlson Romano is really trying to work in um, some education and advocacy. Um, but the person who's really working in education and advocacy for child actors are, um, is that girl from the Missy Elliott video, whose name I can't remember. Um, yes,
1: I, I remember hearing she was doing something. Okay, well, keep going. She's
0: created a program.
1: Um, and this program
0: is to to have social workers. It's a lot of things, but primarily to have social workers on set to help parents and children navigate these, so basically her big thing is she would be acting in really traumatic scenes like on Law and Order, things like that. And then she mm-hmm. would have to then go act on Disney. And she was mm-hmm. a child that was having to act really traumatic stuff but didn't understand what she was acting and didn't have the tools to be able to check in and out of mm. these like acting things she just was mm-hmm. doing things because it made other people really happy when she did these things
1: yeah and then you're in people-pleasing mm-hmm. mode and then you also right. don't know how to make the right decisions in your own body anywhere else right. and wow. then the other
0: mm-hmm. thing they talk about is um, financial literacy Um mm. because these parents and these kids come into a lot of money and don't know what to do with it how to do things with it um, you know, we all need more financial literacy education, uh, but specifically for, um, you know, use. I mean, how often do you see like, people go bankrupt and stuff like
1: that so well also the it, it's so difficult when it's the child bringing in all of the money because yes, yes there is a point where the m- parent does have to give up a big portion of their life to help this child so I can right. understand why the parents would want to be compensated in a certain way but we don't have like any laws set up to help the children in that sense right. so the fact that she's doing something like that like wow mm-hmm. that's incredible
0: mm-hmm. and she um so was super interesting and then she talked about Um, and I've heard Demi Lovato talk about this before is that there's a lot of pressure being a child star when you are the breadwinner for the family and the Uh family is dependent on your income, but you're also Uh just a child. Um, so I, I, can't imagine, um, all of that. So, and then, oh, apparently, okay. Apparently Camp Rock the filming of Camp Rock, a lot of crazy
1: stuff happened. Dude, because but that is like a spider web of that, trauma. Like Miley right. smoking the bong when that came right. out, and then Demi Lovato, and then hooking up with right. the Jonas Brothers, and then threesomes, and then fuse, and like, oh my god, right. <laughs> Well,
0: so apparently, um, well, so we know from Demi's documentary that she was um, sexually assaulted on the set of Camp Rock. And then I guess um, the girl from the Missy Elliott video, whose name I really need to figure out, um, she also had um, some bad um, times, and she said that was she struggled with eating disorder, and she recalls that being some of like the worst.
1: Times Allison oh. Stoner.
0: Allison I was just Stoner. looking it up for you. I didn't want to interrupt
1: though. Yeah. Allison Stoner.
0: Allison Stoner. Fitting for
1: 420. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: and, oh, and Allison Stoner has also come out with um, something called Movement Genius, which you might be really interested in. It is um, using movement. So practices you can do at home to help you disconnect, reconnect, get in touch <gasps> with your body. Um, different, like it's exercise. It looks a little bit like dance yoga.
1: Yeah. So it's like a video I could watch and do. It's a dance yoga breathing
0: about connecting with your body, connecting with yourself and helping you channel things and um, to help calm anxiety, to help you. It's like different types of movements for different things, which I mean, that's been around forever,
1: I mean, if yeah, you- it has. But I have to say, like, just interject, like, I have been on a self-healing journey for like mm-hmm. the past three or four years for anyone listening that does not know. And like so many people wanted to tell me to like meditate and stuff. It wasn't until I started moving things through my body that mm-hmm. I like really started to feel healing. So that's enough, like she's my new hero. Like Mm -hmm. that is incredible that she's doing that. Cause we don't preach that enough in society that actually moving your body will unlock things Mm -hmm. that you couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so she's doing amazing things. This podcast is amazing.
1: Mm, Yes. I love that. Thank you for filling me in on all of this. And I am going to look up her, um, her, what is it called? Genius movement,
0: Mo- movement, genius. If you go, okay, to, I'll figure it out. If I'll you, find it. So if you go to her Instagram, which is just Allison Stoner, it, uh-huh. it, she has it listed in her bio, which she is the founder of at movement genius. Okay. Um, and it is a radically inclusive digital studio using movement to improve mental and emotional health.
1: That, oh, I love her short hair. Sorry. <laughs> uh-huh, me too. I love, um, the person she's grown into. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, so it kind of reminds me of um, JoJo Siwa energy. Like I've loved watching oh, her grow into herself.
0: Okay, let's talk about JoJo Siwa for a second.
1: So I yeah, and not being invited to the Nickelodeon. Um, well, that well, that's because her contract
0: with them ended. Oh, yeah. So the reason JoJo Siwa had her bows and her ponytail for so long is she had a contract. She was under contract, and part of her contract was the required um, way she presented herself. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so so when all of that was done, that's when she like took out the ponytail and was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm gay, too. And we were like, we're like, yes, we love you. We all celebrate you. We all support you and all of that. So recently a makeup collab came out. Did you see this? I don't know. Okay, so so we love Jojo Siwa and um, the journey that she's on and all of this. And, you know, she's she's this new person and she's growing into herself and we all support her. Well, a makeup collab came out and it's the Jojo Siwa collection, but it's like 2016 Jojo Siwa. So oh. it's like still her with the bows and everything and it's just like it's really confusing. I'm trying to remember who it's with so I can look it up. Um because it does it looks like something that maybe was under contract like a long time ago and then
1: yeah, yeah and, and it then, might be like a Jacqueline Murphy situation where oh it's been God. in the vault first the off. Vault. <laughs> The Vault. Um, the Vault. Ew, it's like caboodly. It's worse than what you're explaining. It is, oh my gosh. It's in the kind of packaging where it's like a plastic package and it's like childlike where it's yes. all of your, Um, it's got your nail polish in it, your like yes. Tinkerbell blush. Oh, it's so bad, guys. Yeah, it's Claire's oh. makeup.
0: What is the brand? You found it?
1: Um, It's on Amazon and it's just like Jojo Siwa makeup. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It looks like something that was maybe like before um, or like when she was still under contract or something. It just it looks so cheap. It looks so bad. Like it's definitely for little kids. And I just I feel really bad for her that this is coming out now because this was clearly something that had, you know, had occurred when she was under contract or something. Um oh, well, Hip I Dot.
1: think it's just get messy at this time for yeah. anybody that's a star because she is run by a business, you know, right. and they're just trying to get their money or what like you're saying, whatever she's in contract for. Yeah. So. so the
0: brand is Hip Dot and Hip Dot times JoJo Siwa. It's a limited edition collab. It includes a two eyeshadow palettes, a three piece lip set, a f- brush set, and an exclusive enamel pin. US only. Um, you can also get them at Ulta.
1: And it just. Okay, and let me just say it looks like plastic shit. It looks like, like a waste of what goes in a dumpster those, at the end of those the
0: day. The they look like they're going to you should not put them on the eyes. Like they Mm -mm. do not. It looks
1: like that jelly glitter that doesn't even stick also.
0: It looks like non eye safe glitter. I mean, it's very like Jojo Siwa brand where it's bright colors and glitter. Like that was very, you know, part rainbows, all of that stuff, but that's not who she is anymore. So this is just kind of awkward.
1: It is very awkward. I feel like it's trying to target the younger, like, the little dancers that are like five or six years old that want to wear makeup, but the mom doesn't want it to stick on the face. And you're right. It's a terrible branding decision right now, but she's probably going to have to like fight for her life to like yeah. be herself at this point. She's at a crossroad and maybe we should just like keep an eye on our girl Jojo and just see if she needs any help like Brittany did. And, um, you know, yeah, go from there. <laughs> well, and,
0: um, it, it's been cool to watch Jojo because I think the, her fan base right now I feel like is like our demographic maybe not her peers
1: mm-hmm. right
0: because like I think of my nieces who are her age and they do not care about her right yeah and
1: I don't like care care about her but like I just from like an older person's perspective right. like oh I love seeing her come into herself oh she cut right. off her hair I love that like nothing like oh my god I'm obsessed yeah, like, yeah. right like
0: I'm very supportive of, of her and her journey and I and I hope she makes it out okay yeah. Um, and I think that's going to be hard for her to figure out who her who her audience and even if she wants an audience at this point, she might not even I think she loves dancing. Right. We know that she loves mm-hmm. dancing. She did really good on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. you know, Like I see her maybe going into that kind of like, um, oh, God, American Idol judge you
1: know I could see her going into electronic music singing and ooh. dancing and doing more ooh. of a show type thing with, like a really flashy with, show um, but also in the in the LBGTQ wait, community can,
0: can Paris Hilton DJ and, and yes. yes
1: okay 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 I see it now I see it now yeah okay. I, yeah but I bet Jojo will just want to DJ because she's going to want to do it all mm-hmm. like she's like I'm going to do the that's how she is that's her problem that's going to like burn her out as yeah. an adult but she's like I'm going to do the choreography I'm going to write the music I'm going to be the DJ. I'm going to do the lighting. Like she's going to, yeah. So that's what she's going to do next. Yeah.
0: Um, so <laughs> this is, so speaking of Claire's makeup, this is a really good segue into a documentary I watched on HBO while I was in bed. There is a new HBO documentary series. It's four episodes. They're each about 30 minutes called not so pretty. And this is about the hair, skin, makeup, and nail industry. And the first episode I watched was called Makeup. And it starts out with the um, accusation that there is asbestos in Claire's makeup. And so it was a lady who is a cosmetic chemist and um, her daughter loves Claire's makeup And something happened where they were, she, she basically sent it to a friend to test it. And because these makeup and most makeup powder, which you can confirm the, the base of it is talc.
1: Talc. Mm -hmm, And
0: so mining of talc, you get asbestos, they come together and it's Mm -hmm. very hard to remove the asbestos from talc. Uh Um, so this is, and so this may sound familiar from like the Johnson and Johnson's baby powder case where, um, so, and then it goes to another person who she out of nowhere developed mesothelioma and she was in her twenties and she was a makeup artist. So essentially they are accusing talc makeup of containing asbestos and Uh causing um, these illnesses.
1: I've also read scientifically, though, that it's about the mining of the talc and that the asbestos thing doesn't happen all the time as long as you are particular where you mine the ingredients, but cheaper companies don't look into that.
0: Well, so the other thing, um, which I had just taught about this today, so I know, is that um, the FDA, so cosmetics which includes makeup and skincare, they fall under the FDA. However, they are not drugs. So mm-hmm. while drugs have to be rigorously tested before they're and approved to be on the market, cosmetics only get disapproved. And this only yes. occurs after a complaint that requires them to investigate. So we saw this with um, DivaCurl. And when mm-hmm. Curl, when people started losing their hair, And then Uh it was investigated into. Um, So there is so much unregulation in the makeup industry in this country. And Uh unfortunately, where we get a lot of our products. A a lot of our stuff comes from China. That's, you know, not a secret. And it's also no secret that China does also does not have really high regulating standards. Um, We've seen this with counterfeit makeup and where that comes from. Um, And China is the largest producer of counterfeit makeup. I think about those Kylie lip kits where the girls were getting their lips glued together. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they yeah. were finding those on the streets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they were buying them in Chinatown. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, So and I've watched like the a Vice documentary where they go into China to these factories where they're producing counterfeit Kylie lip kits and counterfeit MAC makeup and things like that. Um, yes. So I it, so I'm so torn. Because you mm-hmm. and I are so like anti-fear mongering. And this mm-hmm. was a hundred percent a fear mongering documentary. There's that mm-hmm. no question about this. However, they do provide you, they do something a little different, which I actually like, which is like in the last two minutes of each episode, they provide you with an alternative.
1: Love that. That's Love good that.
0: documenting. Love That's good journalism. That. Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. For the skincare one, they provided you with, like, a couple websites if you want to see where maybe products that are legal here. Like, we know that Europe has higher standards of the beauty industry about what is legal and not legal. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, a couple of those websites. And then for the makeup one, they recommend getting makeup without talc. Um, so, so then of course, you know, I go, I am like, okay, well now I need to look at all of my makeup and all of its talc,
1: all of it's Yeah. Talc. All, you're going to find talc in everything. All and that's it. why this documentary is a little tad bit fear mongering, but you should look at where your makeup is coming from and mm-hmm. what type of talc is in there. Right. Well, how,
0: so I don't know. It was very interesting, but you always have to take documentaries with a grain of salt, right? Because they're always mm-hmm. coming from like one perspective. Mm-hmm. right? So, but it was very interesting that a very young girl developed mesothelioma because I, I think of that as like old men get mesothelioma.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is wild.
0: Um, so tell me, tell me about your
1: cause journey. Yeah. So it's going great by the way. And I've had an opportunity this week to try each of the products alone just to see how my skin would react. And, um, I felt like there were a few risks I was taking. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you would look at the ingredients um, and kind of walk us through. So the first thing I was a little questionable about was the fact that they mixed AHA, BHA, and vitamin C in a small daily toner. Uh, Um, Yeah. So
0: tell me the name of that toner.
1: So that is the... It, that's literally the name <laughs> AHA BHA vitamin C daily toner by COSRX. If you want to Google it. BHA
0: clarifying toner.
1: Nope. Let's see. AHA BHA vitamin.
0: Oh, I found it. Refresh ABC daily toner.
1: Let me just. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Okay. All right. And it has like.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. Um, Are you on the Alta version website? Are you on the Alta? No, I
0: went to Amazon because they don't always um, carry everything on the Alta website, but they always list the ingredients on Amazon. So let me look at. Okay.
1: Yeah, this one. If they don't have it on that one, the Alta one actually listed it out. Oh, okay. It looks like it's apple fruit water, (laughs) golden Uh, kiwi fruit extract. What is
0: apple fruit? Is that apple juice? Is that a, is that
1: just, I hope so. What is apple <laughs> fruit water?
0: Cut. I swear. Okay. Sometimes skincare just makes up stuff. Okay. Okay. Apple, okay. Apple fruit water, kiwi extract. So that's probably where you're getting your vitamin C. Kiwi has a lot of vitamin C. Um, what was you said? AHA. So probably AHAs from the fruit. Then. Mm-hmm. So if they're AHAs from the fruit, those are going to be super weak. Cool. Um, I love that. Yeah. So um, traditionally we think of AHAs as being like glycolic acid, which comes from sugarcane or lactic acid, which comes from, um, well, it's, it comes from milk, but we pretty much just make it in labs these days. Um, but, and then let's figure out where the BHA, AHA, BHA, vitamin C, daily toner. Oh um, no. It says glycolic acid. No, it's got glycolic acid in it. Okay. And willow bark water. Willow bark is where we get salicylic acid from. Oh. And that's why people with an aspirin allergy, you can't use salicylic acid on them. So oh. your apple fruit water and your golden kiwi, that's going to be where you get your vitamins. And then your willow bark water and your biotin salicylic, that's salicylic acid. And then your glycolic acid, that's really interesting to have all of these things. So now we look at ingredients and see where they fall. So when Mm -hmm. you look at ingredients, you're primarily looking at like the first eight ingredients um, Mm -hmm. because those are in order of concentration. And then everything after that is less than 1%. So... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so glycolic acid is the tenth ingredient. So it's Ooh. a very, 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 very low percentage of glycolic acid. Um, Okay.
1: And so anybody that's new to this journey that I'm on for my acne prone skin, I've used Paula's Choice, um, the 2% BHA for a long time, but I just feel like I had to alternate it in my routine. And it's such a strong dose that I can only use it like once um, every other day. And it's just so strong that it might irritate my skin a little bit. So I was interested in trying out a bunch of CauseRx products that had AHA and BHA in it at such a low dose, but using it more times during the day, um, because I'm also a person that likes to work out. Um, I also live in the south, where if I go outside for a second, I'm getting sweaty. So I want to continuously like clear my pores, um, and these products are allowing me to do that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean the the beautiful thing about K Beauty. Well, two beautiful things. A, super cost-effective. I mean, always super cost-effective. And then two, they always have some sort of anti-inflammatory property to them. So even though this has two acids in it, an AHA and a BHA... Um, by having these fruit waters, um, they're really making sure that it is also calming and soothing to the skin. So while it's exfoliating it's not doing too much. Um, there's also niacinamide in there. niacinamide is really good for controlling oil production. It's an antioxidant and it's really nice for brightening the skin as well. So um, this looks this looks good. Uh, you know what? I said I wanted to try the one toner, but I think I want to try this one instead.
1: Okay. So I wanted to tell you, cause I've been thinking about it all week. I was like, mm. out of all of these, if I had to tell Kelsey, which ones I think that she would really like. So I bought the two in one poreless power liquid Yes, okay. and it says on there, this cooling liquid reduces appearance of pores and evens out the skin texture, creating clear glowing skin. Mm-hmm. This is such a good skin prep. It's actually going to go into my professional kit along with the hydrium water toner. I just think these two products are amazing and anyone can use them and anyone would be shocked by how great their skin looked afterwards.
0: So tell us what the, like why you would use the difference between these two. So tell, start with the hydrium water toner.
1: Why would so you? So, actually, I would start with the two in one pore list because I think a lot of people aren't exfoliating. And I think a lot of people, and I'm thinking of this more as like a really good skin prep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we go to put on makeup, we realize like, oh, shoot, maybe I haven't done as much work as I thought. And so I feel like this really gives you a nice, clear base and it just kind of, you know, cleans anything out of the pores. And it really does make your face glow afterwards. And then I like. The hydrium water toner just to, um, pat into dry places mm. on the skin. And then it soaks in because sometimes all of our moisturizers just get a little thick under foundation, um, or things start moving around, especially if you're going to put a sunscreen on afterwards. Um, so I like to put this like on my smile lines. I like to put it under my eyes where I, um, smile a lot there and get a little bit of creasing. It's also really great if you want to do a dewy complected look. Because I think you need to start that look with your skincare, And I would just like lightly place this like right on the high points of my cheek, on the center of my nose, right above my lip on the cupid's bow, and then like right on the tops of my eyebrows.
0: Okay. So let me tell you about this two-in-one poreless power liquid. So Mm -hmm. it says that it is a cooling liquid that reduces the appearance of pores, evens out the skin texture, creating clear, glowing skin. So this has – so for reference, the Paula's Choice BHA is 2%, and you were saying that felt a little strong for you. This mm-hmm. is 0.1% BHA. So you're still getting that BHA property, but at such a lower percentage, that's why it doesn't irritate your skin.
1: And yeah, and I just feel like it's so good for everyone to yeah. use. So if I'm going to have a makeup party of like nine on Friday, mm-hmm. like I just feel like everybody can just have a swipe of this and I don't have to worry that someone's going to have an allergic reaction or it's going to be too strong. Mm -hmm.
0: The other thing that this product has in it is allotonin and panthenol, which are two really nice ingredients for, um, sensitive skin. So Mm -hmm. again, just classic K beauty where it is, um, you know, exfoliating, but it's also making sure that there's something to, um, you know, balance the skin as well.
1: I love that. Yeah, they're they're, I'm really glad that I bought them because I was at a cusp where like maybe I was a little over my budget for the month. And I was like, but I just feel like they would bring so much great self care into my life. And I'm really amazed at how my skin is looking. It's really exciting.
0: I'm about to do a COSRX order because I want to, I
1: need their, I need an eye cream. So
0: I'm out of eye cream right now. And I, um, I don't like to experiment too much with eye creams because I'm such a sensitive, sensitive eyes, sensitive Mm -hmm. eyes, but my eyes are just so sensitive and dry that I do feel like I need, um, something specifically for that eye area. Um, by the way, we have an entire episode on eye creams if you have eye concerns, but they have a, a snail peptide eye cream.
1: I saw that Mm -hmm. and I just, I want to try it because I want to try so many more things. Mm -hmm. I also would say the hydrium water toner, like a little bit of that under your eye is so refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm looking for something like at night before I go to bed where I've like washed off my makeup, put on my nighttime skincare, but my eyes are just like, especially right now with pollen, I just feel like my Mm -hmm. eyes are just, the eye area is very dry and my eyes themselves are very dry that they just, they just need a
1: little love right now. Agreed. Well, I hope you try it out soon because I want to hear all about it, and then we should totally do a X episode soon.
0: Oh, we should. You know what? You keep talking about that we're doing an annual K-Beauty episode, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe that will be part of our annual K-Beauty episode. You keep talking about it, but we haven't done it yet. We will. We just need to try we more will. things. We
1: need to try Yeah, more I, and you know I like to really thoroughly do my research, and I'm in the depths. You know, I just realized this week that none of these products cause an adverse reaction, so now I'm getting a little freaky and, you know, oh. just trying things together.
0: Guys, okay, she's getting freaky. We got to watch out. Um, I have, I have a sunscreen that I want to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. so it is a K beauty sunscreen. So it is by Misha and it is the Misha all around safe block essence SPF 45. So this was, I did a K beauty order. I think it was like new year's where I had Uh ordered a bunch of stuff. I would ordered the Misha in a cushion, so the BB cream but in a cushion because I like that for touch-ups. And I had ordered two sunscreens. But I never like to have too many sunscreens open at a time. So I have just finished the Bliss Block Star. So now I switched to this Misha sunscreen. This retails for $14. Um, And so it is called an Essence. And I feel like it is the – creamiest, softest sunscreen I've ever used. It is Ugh. so soft on the skin and it is so nice to blend in. I bought, um, I bought one for my niece because she had the audacity to be around me, sunburned. And I said, Oof. Oh, how dare you? So,
1: it was a rough week in South Carolina. Cause you know, just like in Florida spring break and everybody was just this weird shade of red. And I was yeah. like, it's, no one gets it. It's equal
0: parts <laughs> of very white with very red. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you know, you know, they're from Ohio. You know, they. Yeah. Are. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry to everyone, if we have any listeners in Ohio, I'm very sorry. But we know you're you guys come to down here because
1: you're born in Ohio. I was.
0: I was born in Ohio, so I'm allowed to make fun of Ohio people. But yep. you, you people from Ohio, you all know that you come to the south on your spring break, and you all get so sunburned because you haven't mm-hmm. seen the sun in so long. um so the last thing i want to talk about is i did a sephora so i had mentioned it last time that i did a sephora haul um Uh but i was waiting for products to come one of the products didn't come because i guess by the time they processed my order it was already um ordered because it was a sephora sale Uh um but i'll talk about the things that did come so i got i got my first makeup by mario
1: product Oh, my God. I am going to go to Sephora tomorrow and buy all of the lip things. But what did you get? Okay. So
0: I, mine's really boring. I got an eyeliner.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I've been wanting to try the eyeliner. Okay. So have you used it, it yet? Yes. It's the Master
0: Pigment Pro Eyeliner Pencil, and I got it in brown. Ah. Um, and so basically, I like to change out my eyeliners every six months just for eye health and safety. And if you have questions about how long you should keep products, check out our episode on um uh, product expiration dates. So I was due for a new eyeliner and I had seen a YouTuber that I follow who also has sensitive skin said this one didn't transfer and it didn't irritate the eyes. So I got it and I, I really like it. And it has one of those brushes on the Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to use this. I use it every day. I use it every day. I I give myself a little flick. I give myself a little flick. It's so nice. I was going to say
1: one of my favorite things going into my 30s is I love to smudge the eyeliner a little bit and get like a little messy with it. It's really pretty. Well,
0: for me, my eyeliner is going to smudge anyways. I might as well just like, you know, smudge it on purpose and be like, no, I'm actually just trendy and cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I like it I got a Charlotte Tilbury lipstick um so I got the color is called supermodel um so I wanted um it is sort of it's just one of her nudes you know I feel like Charlotte Tilbury like kills the nudes you know it's just it's not as pink as pillow talk it's maybe a little more red
1: I was gonna say isn't the one what's it called supermodel yeah
0: I want to see the color.
1: Oh, okay. It's a little more red.
0: I think they call it like a rosewood. It's just like a, it's just, I don't know. To me, Charlotte Tilbury lipsticks, they're expensive, but to me they're worth it because A, they last all day and B, her nudes don't pull orange on me. And you always show me these Pat McGrath lipsticks and they all look so pretty, but I know they will pull orange on me. I'm just going
1: to laugh when they like, they don't one day, like it's when we will see each other next time. And I'm going to put one on you and I am just going to cackle. All day. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, (laughs) The
0: last thing I got was I got the new It Cosmetics CC Nude Glow Lightweight Foundation. So I was actually surprised that I got this. But I remember it was like a last-minute decision because I was between that or the new Rare Beauty Tinted Moisturizer. But the um, the It Cosmetics had a higher SPF. And so I was like, Okay. okay, I'll go with that one. Um, it is okay. I've used it a couple times and I am not a hundred percent thrilled. I don't hate it. I don't hate Mm -hmm. it, but I'm not, I thought I would like it more because this is supposed to be like a lighter weight version of the, the it cosmetics CC cream. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I always thought that one was a little too heavy, a little too much coverage. And I wanted something, Mm -hmm. you know, I just like something a little bit lighter and, it's coverage-wise is fine. It's just I think it doesn't wear very well on me, but that might be just my skin. That might not be the product.
1: IT Cosmetics or IT Cosmetics mm-hmm. is it? Okay, they yeah, their Color line is just always so off to me. It always is very yellow or orange. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of her whole mission where she's trying to teach women um to wear little makeup, she like puts these things in her products like to make the, um, you know, CC creams mm-hmm. like powder down almost. And mm-hmm. I, it's just such a miss for me all the mm-hmm. time.
0: I know, I know you're a, um, an It Cosmetics hater. So I wanted to hear your...
1: I'm not a hater because I feel are. like I've given it a fair chance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't I, know. So
0: here's my thing. Whenever I look at It Cosmetics, I get such infomercial
1: vibes But that infomercial is amazing because I'm not a hater. I think I just get really sad because, like, the whole infomercial will grab you in, and especially that coverage Mm -hmm. on her skin. And then they have the best brushes. They feel like little bunny rabbit tails. They
0: they have really, really good brushes, but I just feel like, um, looking at the colors, like me trying to figure out what color I am, like, am I a light or am I a fair light or am I a fair or a fair beige? It -hmm. just makes me think of like when it was bare essentials on (laughs) infomer, like it gives me such bare essential vibes where I'm like trying to find, figure out if I'm a fair beige or a fair light. And it's like, I I, I don't know, it's 50 shades of fair and trying to figure it out from a model. I
1: had to do grandma's makeup a couple weeks ago. And she's talking to me about the the seasons and the scarves and the the ways to do makeup. An autumn. um, um, Yeah, she was telling me what she was too. And I I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about because she was expecting me not to. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I know. No, I know know
0: what I am. I'm a um, cool spring I'm a cool spring, oh. which means, um, so it's because I'm like very fair, but with blue eyes and oh. I have like a white blonde hair. And so I look really good in jewel tones, like emeralds mm-hmm. and, um, blues and colors like that. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I took all the tests one time. I'm a cool spring cause there's a
1: warm spring and a cool spring and all of that. Did they even adjust, like address the neutrals in that no. spectrum? i And I'm a neutral. And I think that's why I struggled for such a long time with makeup, because it took me a long time to like do that mind body connection. to like I am neutral and you have to buy neutral makeup and they don't always make neutral makeup. Now they do, though. Thanks. to
0: Yeah, they do now, but they didn't always. And I feel like for our shades, like things that are fair enough, they were always very pink very very pink and that is that is a skin color and that but that's a very specific skin color that neither you or or I are not that pink Um, exactly and I feel like with you I mean you always you taught this to me which is that our eyes don't see like our skin color the correct way Yeah, yeah yeah um and I I feel like on you I see olive. I see like very fair olive, um, which I imagine doesn't
1: exist. Um, thank you because I just struggle and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Because I can do everybody's makeup no matter what, you know, like I love doing that, but to myself, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't know what's going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I see, I see olive on you. Um, And I, I, I don't know. That's interesting. You should do 23 and me.
1: Have you ever done that? Let's figure out what you are. No, I haven't. I should. Oh my God. I really should. I want to, um, you, that's a good point. I have a olive RS RCMA palette and I'm going to try the lightest shade. And I think I have used it in the past and like really liked it on me, but been like, I bet to the uh, another person's eye, maybe I look crazy. Like maybe I'm making this up, but you're confirming this for me. I'm going to try it out. I'll keep you posted.
0: I mean, I am nobody. I mean, I, who am I I'm not an authority but I'm just telling you what I see on your- oh but
1: I trust your eye and I, I think you know and like I the, the same way I like I told you like I can't always see my proper color but I can see other people's and other people don't realize what they are like that was helpful to you, me
0: if you're gonna trust anyone's eyes it should not be mine my vision is so bad <laughs> it's so bad I can't see at night like I don't know you
1: know colors though you I do colors.
0: I took a color test and I see I have good color differentiations.
1: I was going to say, I think you do well with color. That has nothing to do with, like, your actual, like, vision sight, yeah. you know? Okay,
0: well, I got I got that going for me. Mm-hmm. I yes, always, you do. I always talk about caveman times. They would not waste resources on me. They're like the the blind one that trips and always has sprained ankles. Like, I'm
1: blind as well. The yeah. blind, mentally ill bitch? Right. No. <laughs> They're like,
0: yeah, no, no, no. Leave that one in the cave and don't don't tell her we're leaving. We'll leave really early yeah. in the wondering why she's still sleeping. One manic
1: episode or one piece period cycle they went through with me they'd be like she's out leave her ass or
0: (laughs) or even better if it was the 1600s they would accuse us of being a witch because we're crazy and uh uh, they would probably have stoned us or something oh
1: yeah absolutely i know i would meet a very short death in those
0: ages (laughs) and then if it was the 50s they would have just prescribed us a whole bunch of pills and we'd be in Uh valley of the dolls
1: yes oh my god when i was talking about sharon's hate today on the stories i forgot she was in valley of the dolls yeah so that's actually
0: how I so for those of you that don't know the reference um Lauren had asked on her Instagram if anyone knew who Sharon Tate was without looking it up and I was glad to see a lot of people did right most people did Yeah. 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 So I know Sharon Tate from Valley of the Dolls. And I read that book in like middle school. I read that book in like eighth grade. And I was like, oh, I love everything about this. Yeah. And and the
1: movie is so fabulous, Mm -hmm. too, with the fashion and Mm -hmm. oh, it's good.
0: But then in 10th grade, I found out, oh, she was brutally murdered by the <gasps> Manson cult. And I was like, Oh, oh,
1: Sharon Tate. I thought you meant something happened with the Valley of the Dallas. No. Yes. Yes. We're on the same page again. Yeah, yeah. I know. Isn't it just heartbreaking?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she, um, I mean her, that story, I mean, and I think that's what got me into true crime. Is... I think so
1: too, because I just saw this gorgeous woman and I was yes. like, what? No way.
0: Yes. And so I remember in 10th grade, I read Helter Skelter which mm-hmm. was about the the Manson clan. And I was like, oh, this is the most interesting thing I've ever read in my life. Um, because it was like cults and murder and drugs and the fact yeah, that- Yeah, my like,
1: friend Katie was telling me about it today. And she was like, I'll send you the book if I have it. But she said it was written from the point of view of the persecutor. Yes, the... yes he was on the okay. case.
0: He was on the case. And okay, so, okay. Um, it's, it's, so it's the history of Charles Manson, which is fascinating. Um, and then the history of him acquiring this cult- And then also on top of that, they were doing Helter Skelter was a bunch of random murders. And Mm -hmm. one of the random murders happened to be this very famous actress who was pregnant at the time. Um, And and they were very horrific, gruesome murders. But what was crazy about it is he, Charles Manson himself, did not commit any of the murders.
1: Right. It's fascinating.
0: Right. And so um, and then also he um, tattooed a swastika on his forehead in prison. And then he turned it into a happy face.
1: A little he also face. wrote a lot of music in prison. That is at the rock and roll hall of fame. Yes. I've seen it. <laughs> yes.
0: He, um, he was definitely a, um, a cool guy. Like when you <gasps> would just, that that's why people wanted to follow him. He just had, mm-hmm. he was, you know, it was the, it was the sixties and it was Southern California. And he was just this cool guy. And he was kind of like on the fringe of the music industry. Um, And he was very charismatic. Um, And so that's, you know, that's a super interesting story. But I I really think the the Manson clan and the Manson murders are what started my interest in true crime.
1: Absolutely. I also love to go deeper into that. And there's now, um, like, documentaries about the individual girls in the cult. And I think it's always fascinating, like, with Mm -hmm. cult life, seeing people that are, like, lost or the types of personalities that can be – can be caught up in those situations yeah. you know all of this which is why it has self-care wait which is why mental health is so important and we need to save everybody because then you'll be in a cult and mm-hmm. you'll murder people mm-hmm. we're talking about you
0: jojo siwa or no, yeah <laughs> um, but i was going to tell you all of that is in helter skelter read helter skelter because it, go- oh, it, it talks about all the girls and all of it it's really good it's
1: because they- did you um did you see the rest of the story why i was asking that Uh, because you
0: used it as an inspiration for, okay. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And
1: they didn't know who she was. And I was like, wait, am I just like the, am I the only one that cares? But I'm glad other people care. People care.
0: Every, (laughs) every day at school where I make references and my students have no idea what I'm talking about. I feel very alienated alone and old. And then this (laughs) past weekend I was at a party at my best friend Claire's house and Someone had brought in this beautiful fruit display. And we were like, we couldn't figure out who brought in this beautiful fruit display. And then I was like, oh, it was a run by fruiting. And everybody <sighs> laughed. And I was like, oh no, no. I, I'm I'm still I'm still relatable. Okay. I'm, I'm just my people. I'm people. just oh, I'm yeah. just hanging around 20-year-olds who don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yes, yes. And everyone was so like, funny. oh my God, so funny. And I was like, okay, no, no, I'm still funny. Okay. Okay. Mama still got it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. So should we get into CBD and skincare? Let's do it. We chatted. Okay. So, um, CBD and skincare. So, oh, I first want to say that my information. So the information I'm going to provide comes from a course I took, which is CBD for estheticians. And I took this through a company called color up therapeutics. The website is colorupco.com and this is also the brand of CBD, um, both skincare and tinctures that I personally use and recommend to everyone. So if you hear any of this and it sounds good to you, please go check out Color Up Co. They were really when CBD came on the market and when it became legal, they were the first to be like, um, let's educate the wellness industry and let's provide formal education for estheticians and massage therapists and people in the spa industry, because this is going to be in their world and they need to know what this is. And I really appreciate, um, that aspect of it. So if you are in the industry, um, I do recommend their class. It was, um, something you do at home at your own pace and it was super valuable and I learned a lot. So, CBD comes from the hemp plant. So the difference between um, hemp and marijuana is that the cannabis or marijuana plant, they contain THC, and that is the compound that causes people to get high, and that's what we associate with cannabis use. The term hemp is legally used to mean cannabis um, that contains 0.3% or less of THC. So this is... so. If there's no THC, you can't get high from it, essentially. So the way I kind of explain this to people is like we grow different um, varieties of, uh, so let's say apples. And so we grow certain, you know, we grow pink lady apples and we grow gala apples, but they're all apples. We just grow them for different purposes. So that's the difference between your hemp plant and your cannabis plant. Um,
1: mushrooms too some are are for mental and some are for nutrition yeah
0: oh i love mushrooms are some of my favorite food as an adult and it's absolutely they have
1: so so many powers so
0: many and it's so funny because as a child i was like you want me to eat what
1: (laughs) same. <laughs> and now, I thought they were like bushy little gross brown things. And uh, now I'm like, I love that. I was like,
0: absolutely not. And now um, we do um, not sponsored, but we do HelloFresh and they have this mushroom pasta that is my jam. Aaron knows Ooh, I love it. So yum. Um, So within the body, we have two main endocannabinoid receptors. So endocannabinoid receptors, these are, um, they're receptors in our body and they're through every part of our body. Um, And we have two of them. We have CB1 receptors and we have CB2 receptors. Your CB1 receptors are mostly found in the central nervous system and your CB2 receptors are mostly found in your peripheral nervous system and then your immune system. And your skin is part of your immune system. So, um, these are naturally, so endocannabinoids are naturally occurring. Um, and so they are, when they are activated, they can trigger things like pain or inflammation. Um, and so, or on the flip side, they can calm inflammation. So the benefits of CBD in skincare, it really has to do with things like inflammation. So, um, It is, so CBD in skincare is antibacterial and antifungal. So it's really good for acneic skin. It's anti-inflammatory. So again, if you think of adult acne, think of it less as teenage um, dirty skin acne and more as an inflammatory condition. So the skin is irritated and inflamed like um, an injury. Um, it also is, um, uh, has antioxidant properties to it. So antioxidants are, um, they fight free radicals and we are exposed to free radicals every day. I go into more about free radicals in our vitamin C episode, but essentially these are what are breaking down components of the skin that lead to, um, these early signs of aging. And so, um, uh, because CBD has antioxidant properties, they help fight against, um, premature aging. Um, CBD also is a sebum regulator. So sebum is our natural oil that we produce and some people produce too much of it and some people produce not enough of it. And CBD in the skincare has been shown to regulate the to the appropriate amount of oil. So it will help oily skin be less oily and will help dry skin um, have more oil. It also, because it's anti-inflammatory, it calms rosacea and soothes eczema as well. So again, it's because um, it also can help with chronic skin conditions such as psoriasis and dermatitis because it's got that strong anti-inflammatory property. So... Um, Literally every skin concern or skin condition would benefit from CBD. So whether you're acneic, you're sensitive, you're dry, you're oily, or you're concerned about early signs of aging. Um, So who should use it? It's really recommended for everybody, but specifically those with inflamed compromised skin, as well as sensitive and dry skin types. Um, Also your sensitive acneic skin type, which Lauren and I are, Um, and then also those who are concerned with premature aging and the nice thing about cbd is it can be used every day it's not like your actives where you have to kind of balance it out Um, and cbd plays really well with other ingredients you don't have to worry about um, we talk a lot about alternating your exfoliants on here um, or like using vitamin c with bha um, but cbd um, they get along with everybody they share their toys
1: um, Something I think is really cool is that a plant that comes from the earth that is like naturally made can be made into skincare that goes onto the body and fixes anything that it needs. Because mm-hmm. that's basically all you're saying. You're like, mm-hmm. if you need more oil, it gives you more oil. Mm-hmm. If you need less, you get less. Well, and that's just fascinating. When you use
0: anti inflammatory products, um, which mm-hmm. is what you see in K Beauty, Essentially, Uh by reducing the inflammation in the skin, the skin is able to do what it's supposed to do. Most (sighs) of the time, our skin is working on trying to repair itself from things like sun damage or free radical damage or even like our not great diet. And so Mm -hmm. it can't do its normal function. Um, because it's too preoccupied with the inflammation. So when you calm down that inflammation, you have normal functioning skin cells. Um, and so that's happy skin.
1: I love that. And our body always wants us to like have our, have the very best. It's always trying to fix itself That's so cool to hear. I'll let you take it away with more CBD stuff. (laughs) No
0: worries. Um, So there's a couple things you need to look for when purchasing CBD products. Um, There is a lot of false um, CBD products out there that use kind of, I call it green marketing, where they put like pot leaves on their products and make you think there's CBD (laughs) in them. Um, So... The, the words you want to look for in your CBD skincare is cannabidiol, full spectrum hemp extract, cannabidiol CBD extract, or hemp extract oil. Um, You don't want anything that says seed oil. So either cannabis sativa seed oil or hemp seed oil. Um, Cannabidiol, which is CBD, that's not found in the seeds. Now, hemp seed oil is still a beneficial ingredient, and I'm not trying to knock that. It's just you're getting more of the oil benefits, which are like omega-3s and things like that. You're not getting any of the CBD benefits from it. Cool. Good Um, to know. The other thing is you'll see all different types of milligrams listed on CBD products. I really can't tell you how much you need in your products because the research really isn't there yet. Um, Mm -hmm. This is kind of because this just became legal by the federal government in 20, it's either 2017 or 2018. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's finally legal now for CBD to be in products in all states where that was not, the case before. So there isn't really a lot of information available as far as dosage and milligrams and things like that. So um, when you go on websites, you'll see different milligrams of tinctures. You'll see different milligrams of dog treats. You'll see all of this. Um, My advice start with the lowest um, because you just, you never want to start with like the most. And I, I think that's true with anything. Um, Mm -hmm. the other thing is there, um, we don't know potential side effects of CBD oil. We do know with topical CBD, there are no known side effects. So if you use topical CBD and you have like a reaction, you're probably having a reaction to something else in the cream. Um, but the, as far as, um, ingesting CBD. Um, Again, because these are new, they they really don't know if there's potential negative side effects. Um, Right now, all we know is about the the positives. Um, And that's true with anything and anything new on the market. Um, so basically, um, I recommend CBD to everybody and I, CBD is one of those ingredients where if someone comes to me and they're like, I've tried this and I've tried this and I can't, I'm struggling with this and I'm having this. I say, you need CBD. I especially like CBD for skin types like Lauren and I, which we are, um, sensitive, but we're acne prone. So Mm -hmm. what that means is we're very inflamed. Our, um, acne is an inflammatory condition, Our sensitivity is an inflammatory condition, and we both have compromised moisture barriers. So by using CBD, we can calm down that inflammation, which allows the skin to then heal itself and heal its moisture barrier. Um, But there really is not a skin type I would not recommend CBD for. I use two products from Color Up Therapeutics. I use their Level Up Serum, um, which I sent to you, Lauren. Um, I was going to
1: say, you sent to me. Thank you very much. And I love it. I use it all the time. Yeah, it's really
0: nice. It's sort of like when I don't know what to do, I just go to that one.
1: Um, I, the yeah, way- you know, I also love my little pre-workout and mm-hmm. post-workout skincare things. And the CBD serum is definitely always part of my post-workout yeah. regimen because I just think it's really important to like calm my skin down and let it know it's okay. And I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I that is like exactly what it's for. I used mm-hmm. it, um, I microneedled my face and I went in with my CBD serum afterwards. And that's what I used um, every day afterwards. It's sort of like if I don't know what to do or my skin is feeling a little irritated or my skin needs a little TLC, I just default to the um, the serum. Um, I
1: agree. Th- I've been doing that too. And it's nice to have in my routine. Yeah.
0: The way I mm-hmm. refer to it, I, I use this for my students is like, I call this like chicken. Like everybody likes chicken. Everyone would, <laughs> you know, like there's always a chicken <laughs> option at a wedding, like chicken, everybody eats chicken. Right. Mm-hmm. And so CBD is like chicken. It benefits everybody. There's not a person that wouldn't benefit from it's chicken, right? Okay, so
1: loves it. <laughs> the,
0: the other thing I use is I use their moisturizer, and I use this as my daytime moisturizer because it is a little lightweight, um, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm going to put SPF over top of my moisturizer in the morning. So I like my moisturizers to be a little lightweight in the morning. Um, but I I recommend both of them. I also use their tinctures. Um, so I think I get the fi- five hundred milligram tincture um as far as cost um their cost is is super um the serum is like eighteen dollars. The moisturizer I think is maybe twenty five dollars they have um beard care, a whole bunch of men's beard care in there whole Ooh. bunch of products there's um they have like skin care they have body care they have um you know, bath care, dog care. There's a whole bunch of products. I mean, they put CBD in everything. So there's a, there's a lot to explore if this interests you.
1: Loves that. Yeah. Thank you for all of that quality information. You know,
0: every, every day I'm hustling. I'm- <laughs> um, okay. So should we finish our episode with our things we're grateful for in our moments
1: of anarchy? Absolutely. I'll go first for the gratitude. So um, I've been getting busy with lots of like random bookings. And I recently had like a shift in who I was working with, how I was working. And it's really working in my favor. And I'm just grateful for all the connections I made in Charleston and um, the circle of people I'm surrounded by right now.
0: Um, I love seeing all of the bookings you're doing because I'll be you because you post it and I'm like, oh, cool. She's on a photo shoot today or oh cool. She's here today. And I'm like, look at all these cool things she's doing. So just know I'm just as excited for you watching all these fun things that you get to do. Um, Oh, thank you! You guys should follow Lauren if you don't, because she always posts all the cool things that she's doing in Charleston. Plus, so many good Charleston vibes, Um, wisteria, hysteria, and
1: I love all that. The nature—it's so pretty.
0: Um, So my moment of gratitude is my best friend, Claire, um, resumed her annual Easter party. So Claire, um, my best friend, she's so funny. So we grew up with Claire. I've known her since fourth grade. Um, And then she has usual this annual Easter party because her birthday is usually on Easter. And this year is one of those years where it fell on Easter. And so they usually have an Easter party and then they get a baby animal petting zoo, which is this local Florida lady. She's like, oh, she's old, she's leathery, she's skinny, she's country. And she comes with her baby animals. And so she usually just whatever kind of baby she has at the time. So she brings like a couple goats, a couple lambs. This year she brought a baby cow um the baby cow her name was Malibu and
1: I was oh. like oh, I love that she had yeah. Some that ex- party looked so fun and yeah. I was so happy to see how many people showed up because I know you know we've had the pandemic right. stuff the it, last couple it's years been, it's been it's, sad
0: it's been on pause for a couple mm-hmm. years and this year was really fun because she has um her three-year-old twins mm-hmm. um so and they're three so they're at a fun age where like they understand baby animals and they want to see the baby animals and they did the easter egg hunt and it you know, it was a good time. So it was just bringing back like some normalcy into life and just like a really fun spring celebration. I love springtime so much.
1: Yes. I have to ask what uh, was the color red you were wearing for your lipstick? It was so pretty. Oh
0: God. I, you, I wasn't prepared for this question. Okay. Oh, I wore red lipstick because I, um, I've been wearing a lot of red lipstick lately because it is, um, a, I just haven't felt like doing a lot of makeup lately. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that. And then B, I just feel like I, um, I don't know. I think it has to do with Gwen Stefani coming out with her signature makeup line and just seeing that classic red lip just like makes everything um, better. So it was uh-huh. the Maybelline Superstay ink in Make Moves.
1: Oh, I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you use the crayon or um, the actual like, doe foot like Mm -mm. liquid type it was Mm -hmm. it's
0: the i only own the crayons
1: Um, yeah yeah and i
0: i have two reds i have make moves and make it happen and that occurred by accident because i was trying to buy make it happen but i accidentally bought make moves and make it happen is that more cranberry burgundy Mhm. Um but I like the make moves because it's more of an orangey red which I think is a little more appropriate for springtime summer. It's like a summer yeah. red, a summer red. But um totally. I told Aaron when I wear that red lipstick it makes me feel like Wendy Peppercorn from the Sandlot. And if you know, you know. Yes. yes
1: peppercorn hold on oh my god
0: she was the lifeguard that i know who
1: she is i just want to you know i'm a visual i like like to look things up afterwards well if you know who the sandlot
0: she was the lifeguard and she was the one that the kid made her do cp cpr on him so he could kiss her and she always wore red lipstick
1: she did it's so cute Oh, i love the white sunglasses i just had to
0: see it Something about a signature red. So, okay, I'm really excited to tell you that I prepared my moment of anarchy for this week because I know I kind of failed. Uh, Yay! So, and you're really going to enjoy this. So uh-huh. um, in preparation, uh, my students have a test every week, and in preparation, we play Kahoot. So I put up the test questions in a Kahoot, and it's fun. Uh, do you know what Kahoot is? No. No. Okay. So they play on their phones, but the test will be like up on the computer, and then they log in, and then whoever answers it quicker, like it, it ranks them. They become
1: competitive. Oh, like a game show. Yes, us.
0: like a game show. Cool. Okay. But I snuck in a bunch of pagan Easter questions. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> so naughty, naughty. I snuck. I snuck in. Um, what was Easter originally? And I, I snuck in um, that it was a pagan fertility festival. And uh-huh. then I also snuck in what was the pagan goddess that Easter is named after, um, which is e- Eostre. I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. her, but she's a beautiful lady. springtime Um f- springtime and babies and eggs and chickens and like just I know like living up north springtime was so symbolic because all of the trees would just be dead all winter and then all of a sudden you would see little buds of life and Mm -hmm. you would be like we made it through another winter and so I understand why the pagans held on to springtime like why that was so important to them because there are points in the winter when you live up north where you just feel like it's never going to end. It's just like, you feel like you've been through it and it's never going to end. And it's been so, you haven't seen the sun in months. It's so gray. And then just to see everything come to life again, it's so, it's so renewing and so refreshing.
1: Yes, it is. It's funny to see, too, how what the Christian um, holiday like picks and chooses, because (laughs) I do find it fascinating that Easter isn't always on a set date. It's always after the full moon of of the equinox, which is so pagan, which is so pagan Pagan AF. It's pagan. Yes, they kept that part. Like they're they're like,
0: oh, okay, we'll let you do it based on seasons and the lunar calendar and stuff. But
1: but yeah, and then the Christians took this whole other story from another mythology that was all about um, people that have like died in. then resurrected so they kept that part as well and then there because I Trevor and I watched a whole like we went down a YouTube rabbit Mm -hmm. hole about um he's fascinated by how you say that all the the holidays are pagan holidays Mm -hmm. and then he loves to learn how the Christians took it and um what we do now for that so we watch a lot of YouTube on those holidays (laughs) oh my god I it's fascinating I love to hear about it I think religion is a really cool thing to explore Yeah, well, and
0: it's cool to know the history of these things as well. Yeah, I like to think Mm -hmm. about ancient, ancient springtime equinox festivals. I think of like a May a Maypole. Is that what they're called? Yes, with
1: some ribbon on it and running around with flowers in your hair. Yes, (laughs) and I want to be the May Queen. I want to be the May Queen. Yes. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie Midsummer?
0: Oh, are you kidding? I loved that movie. I loved
1: it it too. I really judge anyone that says anything negative about it. I'm Mm. like, wow, you have no taste. Uh, Movie. Yeah, it's an amazing movie.
0: It's the most dramatic breakup movie ever.
1: Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> it is a good breakup
0: movie. Um, tell me your moment of anarchy.
1: Yeah, so this week I've really been working on um getting the inner saboteur out of my head. Mm. I just have a lot of other people's voices in my head and I've been very <laughs> vulnerable and outspoken this week about this problem. I sometimes I feel like when you just like release it out to people. Mm-hmm. And tell them like, it just makes you feel better. And Mm -hmm. I always appreciate that people are so kind to like respond to me and um, tell me that they deal with the same problems with imposter syndrome or just hearing that negative voice in your head. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I've been working on that and I've been standing up to it a lot this week and I think that is anarchy. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) It really is. And it's it's crazy to realize, and I, I talked to you about this before, but it's crazy to realize that sometimes you can't trust your own thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. because you're like, but they're my thoughts, you know, and, but they're not always looking out for your best interest. And a lot of them are maybe, you know, coping skills or defense mechanisms or, you know, uh, a reaction to something that happened in our childhood and things like that. So anytime yep. we can realize these things and try and take back little bits of control, um, we love that. We love that.
1: Yes, I'm fascinated by the fact that we can actually rewire our brain. Mm. I think that's the coolest thing. And as someone that has gone through um, like trauma in my past, I Mm. just find it fascinating and so hopeful. And it's something that I always want to scream about because I want to make sure that every single person knows it's an option in Mm. their life. Like you don't have to be stuck. We can work on this together. And a lot of it is in our own mind and we can fight against it. And you are allowed to take medication, do what you need to, but you know, Mm -hmm. we can do this. Mm -hmm.
0: It, um, you know, people, um, are, change is hard. Change is really hard Uh and it requires Uh a lot of work. And that's what I'll tell everybody. I'm such a um, proponent of therapy. I think because my husband and I have both been to therapy, that's why we're in such a strong relationship. And that's why we have such good communication skills. But we also both had to do a lot of change on our own ends and change is really hard. It's so easy to be stagnant and stuck. Um, Mm -hmm. but you can change and you can rewire your own brain, but you have to, you have to show up and put in the work. You have to get, get off your
1: ass and work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect (laughs) Kim moment. I Um, love that. So funny. Let's (laughs) end on that one. Let's end on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) All right. Thanks guys for listening. Um, please follow us on Instagram, beauty guides, podcast, Instagram, follow us on the TikTok. We're very funny people. Um, send us DMs with your questions. Tell us what makeup products you're using and what you like, and let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And we love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Man.